Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Psychologists love talking about mental health, and when it comes to mental health, bullying is one of the most talked about issues. The problem is, when some people talk about it, they don't really try to examine the circumstances it happens in. The intent with this podcast episode is not just to be another mental health or bullying lecture. I feel that the only reason some problems even exist today is we just haven't gone deep enough and understood why these problems even occur. We take these problems on face value and instead of trying to deduce where they come from and why they arise, we wave our supposed magic wand in the air and try to take steps to make it seem like the situation is going to improve. Now, Aryam and I believe that if you show people the root cause of a problem, people will be inclined towards acting on it. If people continue to live in the dark as to why a problem even exists, not much change will occur, right? So this philosophy also holds true with the issue of bullying. In order for us to stop it, we need to try and decode why it actually does happen. This podcast episode was written by teenagers who want to produce a unique perspective on bullying. And towards the end, We'll try and translate this newfound insight into some practical advice, which is easy to implement at this point of time. So let's start with a problem on a grassroots level. What exactly is bullying? A bully is defined as a person who habitually seeks to harm or intimidate those who they perceive as vulnerable. This means that this habit of bullying is an action which someone has done numerous times so that it becomes hard to lose. Now let's focus on the unique word tendency here. What sticks out to me here is bullying may just be something that an individual resorts to rather than enjoys doing. A person's life is dominated by simple cause and effect ratio. Each person's circumstances are what cause them to behave the way they do. There there are many things that could instigate a behavior like this. I mean, there are school issues, family issues, mental issues, physical. So many other issues can cause this action of bullying in an individual. It's generally the product of numerous issues someone deals with that just end up getting vented out on an innocent individual. Sometimes it's important to understand that the bully sometimes loses control of his rationale and loses the mental battle to his social adversaries. And understanding the larger perspective, they are facing pressures which you probably don't know about. So let's move on to the latter half of the definition. Whom they perceive as vulnerable. Aryam and I both feel that perception plays a vital role in the whole issue of bullying. For example, some bullies, this might be the perception of power. It might be an outlet to push out bottled up emotions and make them feel more in control. Research into the views of students suggests that those who bully may feel that they are more popular or more liked because of this ability to dominate. The key here comes again through the perception of the bully. Publicly, everyone's going to love to hang out with them and be around them so as to not face the consequences of getting bullied by them. But again, behind their back, these same people will say the most terrible things about the bully. And 
all for good measure in their mind, because what ends up happening is the bully will only see the positive engagement people have with them inside the school, and they'll end up feeling that sense of pseudo popularity or false feeling of popularity. Now, it might feel like the right thing to do for the individual getting along with the bully. It ends up, unfortunately, contributing to just furthering the ventures of bullying. They'll feel so good about the attention that they get, and they'll end up believing to a degree that their treatment of others causes such a wonderful treatment of them. And they'll end up falling into this vicious cycle of consistent and constant bullying. I understand. I've been in this situation before, and it's really difficult to really choose, am I going to go stand up for this person and face the consequences that could possibly occur? Or am I just going to stand here and let the bully do what they do and end up in a small way continuing to push that action of bullying from the bully? We just have to really stand our ground and go in next time if we see anything bullying related and just stop the occurrence by no longer associating with the bully. Now, it's of course easier said than done. And in so many different situations, there are so many different ways to make it happen. So we encourage you to look, observe, see how things happen in your schooling environment and really try to decide how you could possibly just understand, empathize with the bully as much as you can to understand when bullying occurs. You're listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every weekend, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.